Welcome to another episode of the Coal Region Campfire. We have Lori back from a coal cracker in the kitchen. If you have not been to her new website, make sure you check it out. It's uh, definitely uh, very professional. Um, I, she actually used to build uh, websites, and it shows. Uh, but she has live chat on the days she's there. So if you have any questions, uh, check out her recipes. But I reached out to her about doing a tea berry um, uh, episode. Uh, she had a tea berry post, and being that I'm a huge tea berry guy, uh, I got her on. So she takes us through everything there is to know, uh, for the most part, about tea berry. Uh, one disclosure: I feel like I have to say this in today's day and age. Absolutely, do not go out and start trying uh, leaves in the woods or whatever it is. Don't do it. Okay, just have tea berry. Uh, from professionals so go to uh, I don't know get tea berry ice cream do not go in the woods and start eating uh, what you think is tea berry um, I, I know it's crazy that I have to mention that but please do not do not not do not go and do that okay sorry I got a little animated there also that's my dog in the background playing with his new ball that I want him no big deal uh, if you want a Skook t-shirt, go to coalregioncampfire.com. We have all our video reviews there. We have a link to our podcast. Uh, we're going to get more and more apparel. Uh, but go there, check it out. Add that to your internet loop with a coal cracker in the kitchen. And uh, make sure you check that out. Uh, he's having a tough time with that. Thank you. We're here with Lori, a coal cracker in the kitchen. Uh, again, check out her website. Uh, it's updated. Uh, it's live chat, right, Lori? Yes, when I'm online, I'll have the live chat open. I don't have regular hours because my schedule is a little sure. crazy, but um, sometimes in the day, sometimes in the evening. So, you know, uh, get in touch with me if you have any questions, want to request a recipe, I'm there to chat. All right, and then you can find her on Facebook, A Coal Cracker in the Kitchen. Um, so we had uh, Lori on a, a couple months ago talking about uh, the website and then just any kind of coal region foods. Um, but I reached out to her and I said, you know, I want to, I want to do an episode on uh, tea berry. Do you know anybody? And she says, well, what do you need to know? I know, <laughs> I know pretty much everything there is about tea berry. I'm like, all right, perfect. Well, you could be our, uh, tea berry, uh, quote unquote expert, uh, today. So I'm a tea berry guy. I love tea berry. Um, my wife does not like it. Um, uh-huh. But is it only a coal region thing? I mean, if if you go out to the Midwest or or, or down south and you say tea berry, they look at you like you have ten heads, or how's that work? Well, it is very much a Pennsylvania thing. Um, the tea berry itself, the plant, is very prolific in the Northeast and in Canada in some areas, and in Pennsylvania. Um, but most people, if they recognize tea berry, they, they put it with the gum that Clark out of Pittsburgh had sure. made. And that gum was around since the early 1900s. Uh, it was one of the first chewing gums marketed in the United States. Now, it's been discontinued. Clark no longer makes it. They actually sold it off to a, a manufacturer in Mexico that does it as a specialty uh, periodically. But it's still hard to get. And most places that do list it on the internet, they're always out of stock. Hmm. So when you say tea berry, a lot of people can, you know, relate to the gum. What I haven't found in my research 
is who decided to put it in ice cream and when and who was the creamery who did it. Uh, that seems pretty vague. Hmm. So um, the Teaberry ice cream is definitely a Pennsylvania thing. There's some creameries like the bigger ones like Hershey's, which is actually not related to the Hershey Candy Company. They make it and they'll distribute it a little bit in the mid-Atlantic. But it's definitely a Pennsylvania thing. It's a coal region thing. I think a lot of people in the coal region are more familiar with it than maybe people on the outskirts of uh, of Pennsylvania. Like um, in the Pittsburgh area, you'll find it, but not as prolific as you do in Schuylkill County or those areas. Now, does it just grow wild in this area or does it does it grow here? I mean, obviously it does, right? They do. They do. They like um, the forest in a dappled sunshine area. So they like to be around the edge of paths and areas like that. You'll, you'll see it. It'll look like a big carpet of small, oval, shiny leaves. And what it is, is actually every one of those, what looks like a stem, is coming off a kind of a runner that goes across the ground. So the ones that stick up are not all individual plants. They're coming off of like one main plant. And you can get a huge area that looks like this carpeted small ground cover. And there's hmm. a lot of um, a lot of people now are actually putting it in their gardens because it flowers in the spring with little white flowers. And then it turns into these little red berries that will stay on the plant until something takes them off, either birds or animals or you pick them. So even under snow cover, you can find the berries. So it's it's something that grows wild. It's pretty prolific, but it doesn't produce as many fruit in areas where it doesn't get a lot of sunshine. It will grow in full sun, and that's where you'll find more of the berries. Now but the berry, it really likes a kind of shaded area. Now the berry, is it like a... If you would eat it, I mean, could you eat it right off the plant or is it going to be very tart? I mean, is there anything you have to do with it or? No, you can't. You can eat it. In fact, when you bite into it, you get that. Actually, one of the names for it is wintergreen. Okay. That's one of the things that it's called here. It's, it's known as several different things. Um, but when you bite into it, you get that taste. But it's not particularly a pleasant um, uh, berry. It's kind of. I kind of liken it a little bit to styrofoam. So a lot of people chew them, but they don't swallow them. Hmm. And, and it's like minty? It has a like minty flavor to it? Yes, yeah, got that lightly spiced minty flavor. It, it, it's, I mean, it's very much like the ice cream, only not quite as intense. The actual berry um, isn't quite as intense. But yeah, uh, the, the issue with that is there are some other things that kind of look like it that you don't want to eat. Yeah, for our so listeners out there, don't go out in the woods yeah. and start eating stuff. Uh, know what you're eating. Yeah, before. disclaimer here. I, I think, you know, unless you have some knowledge, you shouldn't go out testing. However, the one good way to, to know if it is the tea berry is if you take a leaf and you snap the leaf, you'll get that wintergreen scent from the leaf. Okay. And then you'll know that's what it is. Um, 
But again, do not do that unless you know 100% what you're doing. Um, yeah, the uninitiated should not should not really do that. Now, um, is there, I mean, I know tea berry ice cream. There's a tea berry gum. Do people use it in any other recipes? You can make tea from it. Uh, in fact, the Native Americans made tea all the time. Um, they used it for a lot of ailments that they had. The, uh, the leaves of the tea berry plant contain what is kind of the forerunner to aspirin. Oh. And they used it for headaches and for aches and pains, arthritis, things like that. Um, they, so they made tea. You can make wine with the berries, too, and the leaves. Um, I found a couple recipes for the wine. I haven't been brave enough to try that one yet. But uh, there are some uses. The uh, Native Americans also used the leaves. They fermented the leaves, and they used it in cooking hmm. with their meats in the game and things like that. So there, there are other uses. There are some people who use the extract. You can buy the extract commercially. Um, they use it in brownies. Uh, gives it a little minty flavor. Um, like you said, it's more, it, it definitely is in the wintergreen family and not the peppermint. So okay. you kind of need to be a little careful with what you pair it up with flavor wise, but there definitely are more uses. Now, what's your favorite recipe with it? Oh, the ice cream. I, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a tea berry ice cream fan. I, since I was a kid, I remember tea berry ice cream, whether it was, the, the hard ice cream or soft serve. Um, sometimes you would go to a, a, I remember a little drive-in up in Higgins that had soft serve and they had soft serve tea berry. And I would live for Friday night for us to go and, and get some tea berry. And we always made our little pilgrimage, maybe every couple of weeks to Heisler's um, outside Pottsville, Tamaqua. Sure. And we would ride the fire truck, my dad and I, when they had the fire truck ride up through the woods play around a miniature golf and always got the tea berry ice cream. And I hadn't been there for decades, literally. I came back from when I was living in New Hampshire to visit a friend here in Ashland and uh, met up with another friend, wound up at Heisler's and I had tea berry ice cream and it tasted so good because um, could not get it anywhere in New England. It was just unheard of. Now, so, so that, what's the farthest you've seen it? Pittsburgh, I guess? Uh, yeah, throughout Pennsylvania. Uh, I knew someone in Maryland who had found it in one of the stores. Um, but I really, I haven't talked to anybody else who's found it outside Pennsylvania. I'm sure, like I said, Hershey's distributes a little bit in the mid-Atlantic, which I would assume is maybe a little bit into Jersey. Sure. Maybe a little bit into New York probably into Delaware and Maryland, but I would imagine that's about it. Yeah. Well, now you, you had mentioned the healing properties. Is there any other healing properties that, it, that allegedly it does? Well, it's mostly uh, a pain reliever because of its um, relationship to, you know, modern day aspirin. Sure. Uh, it, actually what it is, is in the leaf is oil of wintergreen. Okay. And that was used topically in a lot of treatment. Um, in acute cases of rheumatism, uh, sciatica, things like that, 
the evidence of its effectiveness when it's used in chronic cases is pretty weak. Mm-hmm. But if you you know hurt yourself or or bump something, um, Native Americans used it a lot. There are actually several plants that produce the chemical um, that the uh, tea berry does, the tea berry leaves. And they believe it's a defense to aid in um, getting rid of insects that could harm the plant. Hmm. So birch trees, um, I'm trying to I just, my mind went blank on what the other ones are, but birch trees and the tea berry, the leaves, but you need to be careful with oil of wintergreen. You shouldn't ingest it, which remember now we're talking the leaves, not, right. not the berry. You shouldn't ingest oil of wintergreen if you are sensitive to aspirin. Okay. Uh, because of its close relationship to that. So, like I said, it, it's not something you want to go out and start picking leaves and chewing on them in the forest. Yeah, just you go really to Heisler's and get know. tea berry ice cream. <laughs> there you go. Go go right to Heisler's yeah. or, you know, Turkey Hill makes a great one that you'll find in your grocery uh-huh. stores. Um, in Pennsylvania, you'll find it, tons of small creameries and large creameries that make tea berry. So it's usually never hard to find here. Great. Well, Lori, thank you so much. Um, like I said, as a fan of tea berry, I'm always, uh, I, I never really quite, I went to college um, and my buddies, I mean, it was in PA, but a lot of my friends were from New Jersey. When I mentioned tea berry, they're looking at me like, you know, like I'm, I'm speaking Greek. Um, so it's definitely, <laughs> like I said, my wife does not like it. Uh, it's definitely, I don't even know if it's an acquired taste. I think it's just good. I don't know. I, I don't even, I Well, I, I found that you people either love it or hate it. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be a lot of middle ground. And when I did the uh, the tea berry post, the, the tea berry post I did on the site was actually one of the uh, most popular ever. Um, had over 32,000 reaches, hundreds of shares, hundreds of likes. I had actually reposted it. Because the first time around, it was so popular. Wow. And uh, you either loved it or you hated it. There was somebody who said, well, you know, it's okay. So, yeah, it seems to be um, kind of uh, yes or no. <laughs> yeah, I did, a, uh, I did a review last night. I went to the school county fair, and I got a, a tea berry milkshake. And I said, I'm not going to rate it. Because if you like tea berry, it's a 10. And if you don't like tea berry, it's a zero. So. Yes. <laughs> It's very uh, yes. polarizing. Yes, yes. Well, a lot of people, they do recognize tea berry with the gum, but a lot of baby boomers recognize the gum, where uh, a lot of younger folks don't now. But in the 60s, it hit its peak. And it was partially because um, the Clark Company had done a uh, a set of commercials using Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass, their song was called the Mexican Shuffle, and they did a take on that, the Tea Berry Shuffle. And in the commercials, you'd have these bored-looking people just walking along, doing their thing in the day, and they'd unwrap a stick of the gum and chew on it, and they'd break into this little shuffle dance, and then they'd go right back to their day again. And the tagline was, have a little fun, try Clark's Tea Berry Gum. Huh. And that's stuck in a lot of people's minds. And if you go to YouTube... You can find the commercial and it will jog your memory like it jogged mine. And I remembered it very well then. 
but I was always a fan of tea berry gum too. I'm sorry that they don't make it like they used to. Yeah, I would just stick the whole five pieces in my mouth, and I'd get like you know, there's 25 cents a pack. I'd get like 10 packs, and yes, in the morning, and I'd have them done by lunch. I don't, I don't chew yes. gum very long. I'm a, I'm a terrible gum chewer. I am too. As soon as the flavor is kind of gone, yeah, yeah time to move on. <laughs> I know exactly. Well, thanks so much, Lori. And again, check out uh, her website, Cole Cracker in the Kitchen. I'm looking forward to uh, all the fall recipes. That's my favorite time of year. And I know you're going to be uh, updating that with uh, some good uh, Cole Region uh, recipes. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Always on the lookout for something. And uh, like I said, I love to hear from visitors. Uh, send me some requests. Give me some ideas what they're looking for. Just tell me how you like the site. Love to hear the people like the recipes and it brings back good memories. So get in touch with me. All right. Thank you so much, Lori. All right. Thank you.